When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's Purple Daily. Uh, pushed me into a prediction yesterday. I did. He destroyed me. I did. Three and times he tried to duck me, and I finally got to him. And I made a comment yesterday that yeah. after McShay Let's kept jabbing, loud and proud, the Oakland Raiders will win the AFC West. This year yep. or just in the future this at year. some point? You know, okay. you know, the Chiefs still play in the West. And... That was uh, Mel Kuyper on ESPN. This is Purple Daily on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. And on the Score North mobile app, if you haven't gotten that yet, go get it. Subscribe to all your favorite podcasts. Give us those five-star ratings. Leave your comments. The more you listen, the more points you rack up to win cool, cool things. From us here at Score North, this is the only place where you're going to get Vikings and NFL talk five days a week, Monday through Friday at noon, here on 1500scorenorth.com and on Twitter, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, and Twitch at SKOR North is where you can find us on all those various outlets. That was a crazy prediction by uh, Kyle Rudolph, but... There are crazy predictions floating about your Minnesota Vikings. We'll get to those in just one second. But uh, right now, actually, just as we were coming on the air, Judd, and we're still waiting for details to sort of stream in on this. I'm sure they'll probably be coming in with some quotes, etc. Sure. as the show moves along. But Courtney Cronin of ESPN.com and our very own, you'll hear her on this very show at this very time tomorrow with Matthew Collar, says uh, Kyle Rudolph is here at Mike Zimmer's charity golf event and addressed recent discussion of extension talk stalling and trade rumors, says he hopes for a resolution soon. Again, she just tweeted that out about three minutes ago, so we'll see if there is uh, more and some exact quotes coming from Kyle Rudolph as to what he actually said. Yep, and there's also a tweet uh, shortly after Courtney, I believe, from Mark Craig of the Star Tribune, where Kyle says again he wants to stay but realizes anything can happen because, quote, it's a business. So, putting two and two together there, I, I would say that Kyle is attempting to put on his best face, but uh, I would also say that this looks very much like a situation where he still might be the odd man out, correct? Yes. And and there's no... And and this is a... This is not a surprise. Like, this is not... We, we've been talking about this now for two months, is that right? By the way, and we're going to be reading tweets as, as, this, as this unfolds from Mike Zimmer's... Uh, uh, charity golf tournament today. This is from Chad Graff. He says, Kyle Rudolph was complimentary of second-round pick tight end Herb Smith and said there are plenty of uses for both he and Smith in two tight end sets, but he also knows the reality of this situation. Quote, if I do get traded, change happens, Rudolph said. I'm going to give you a quick thought here, and because and Kyle is a classy guy, and he's certainly not dumb, but my quick thought 
in putting all of his quotes in, in the past few weeks and month together and, and coming to a conclusion is he and his agent know he simply can't lose. He either stays here and makes seven mil. Right. He gets a restructure that he likes, which which uh, would reduce his salary for 2019, but certainly set him up as a Viking for the next couple of years. And or he gets traded or let go and goes and, and either makes uh, his existing salary, what he was expected to make in 2019 with a team like the Patriots, for instance, and or gets let go altogether and signs a rich multi-year contract. I think Kyle's come to the very smart conclusion of no matter what the Vikings do here, I can't lose. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Like this is just a, it's you know I'm not going to be let go, and then I'm going to and then Kyle would, would be on the market, and a team wouldn't sign him, and he would be crestfallen and heartbroken. I think he says, "Okay, do what you're going to do. That's fine, but from my standpoint, business wise, I'm going to win because he may not light the world on fire." Kyle Rudolph with his numbers or or what he does on a football field, but when you look at where he stands among NFL tight ends, he's probably a top 10 tight end in this league, and even more important than that, when you look at the supply and demand, were he to hit the market, whether in a trade this offseason or whether it's via release, if that's the route the Vikings decide to go, or if he just plays out this contract, doesn't get any more guarantees from the Vikings, but manages to stay healthy and put together another very Kyle Rudolph-like year, he enters the free agent market as the top tight end on the market next year and will cash in handsomely. There, There is no way to lose for Kyle Rudolph in this. You're absolutely 100% right. right. Yeah. But when when... When he has the good guy image and the I want to play here for life image that Kyle Rudolph has, and a few weeks ago he's saying, well, I'd be stupid not to welcome a restructure, to not talk about that with the Vikings if it would free up some money for them and and give me some guarantees down the line. And then when the Vikings do approach him, he says, yeah, I understand this is a business and I might be playing elsewhere. Like that's To me, that's a little... Not 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 that it diminishes Kyle Rudolph at all, but that's a little bit against what the image of Kyle Rudolph that's that's been portrayed to this point in his career as a Viking. And it might be different if if he was in a situation where an immediate resolution was necessary, it might be tougher. But impatience in this case does not help him. If he's let go on June first, guess what? He's gonna sign somewhere, right? Right. If he gets traded, he's going to make seven million plus, which is fantastic in 2019. If he gets kept, it's fine. I the I think the reason why guys who are perceived as um, good soldiers and good employees sometimes get get a little bit impatient around times like this is at times they say, okay, if I don't have if I don't have clarity quickly, it's going to be a problem. But in his case, that's not true. So he can sit back basically and tell the Vikings, hey, do what you're going to do. Keep me? Awesome. I make a lot. Restructure me to the way that I want? That's even better. I make a lot, and, and I'm now signed and have you know some security, not full, for a couple of years. Let me go. I sign a multi-year deal, and I probably go uh, to, let's say, four teams pursue him, one that he wants to go to and can win. So if he if he were to come out and say, guys, this is stupid. What are we doing here? Make a decision. It doesn't benefit him. He has nothing to lose by basically just sitting back in his recliner and saying, when you make a decision, that's cool. But until then, that's fine, too, because I am going to cash in in some way, shape, or form, no matter what your decision is. 
And we're going to hear from Kyle Rudolph here shortly. Uh, Manny's uh, working on on getting the sound. Here's a few more things that that have come in via the Vikings uh, beat pool reporters or pool of beat reporters, I guess you would say. Yes, that's at, at Mike Zimmer's yes, uh, golf outing today. Uh, Chris Thomason says our own Charlie Walters of the Pioneer Press has reported there will be a resolution on Kyle Rudolph's situation by May 21st, the start of OTAs. Uh, Rudolph says this also coming from Thomason. I just pulled up, I just searched, uh, Kyle Rudolph on Twitter and I'm <laughs> finding every tweet. You, you hit the jackpot. Him. Uh, he says, uh, said he wants a resolution soon on his situation. Kyle Rudolph did. Um, also said he knows it's a business and extension talks started recently. They were put off until recently due to the Vikings cap situation. Says, uh, he still wants to finish his career. In Minnesota. All sounds great. These quotes all come in. All sounds fantastic, right? Yes. All sounds exactly like what, if you're, if you're a player who's liked here, exactly what you should say, which is basically this. It's up to them. Right. It's, It's up to the team. Right. And, and if they, and if they've said, Kyle, by May 21st, you're going to know his responses are exactly the diplomatic type of responses that he should give because at the end, nobody's going to say, man, was he a pain in, in the butt. They're all going to say, he's a pretty good player, and it's great he's coming back, or too bad he's not. I, I don't blame, you mentioned that you wouldn't you don't blame Kyle Rudolph for, for playing hardball with the Vikings and, and holding out for, for whatever he can get here. I look at it from the other side, and I don't. I don't blame the Vikings oh, either for like. No, I'm with you. And I, I know. Yep. Am I wrong in saying that Kyle Rudolph has a large and loyal following amongst Vikings fans? Well, he does, but but if you go to, to those same fans today and tell them, I, I can assure you that the Vikings will be in better shape if he's gone. As far as success on the field, those people will pull their allegiance for the most part very quickly. So he does, and he's a, and he does a lot of work here in town. And he is a seemingly a great guy, uh, but you can always you can always get around that by saying we are going to improve our team. Now that becomes the key thing: is this team? If you use him to create cap space, is this team going into next year better off? I don't know, uh, but I'm with you. I see it from from both sides because here. I I'm- totally see it from both sides. And this is again a, a byproduct of the fact that when you sign Kirk Cousins yep. to that contract, something was going to eventually have to give. That doesn't work, right? Like something had to give. So I see it from his side. I see it from their side. I don't, I don't blame either side for playing hardball. And the point I'm trying to get to is I hope fans don't hold it against either Rudolph or the Vikings if this has to end in some kind of divorce, whether it's via release or whether it's via a trade. I hope, I hope that Vikings fans understand that this is, this is something that's come to a head and there's going to need to be some sort of resolution here. And it's really nobody's fault that it's come to this point other than, I might be, as you said, going out and signing Kirk Cousins to 29 million guarantee. I might be totally wrong here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I will say I don't think he has crossed the threshold of being that guy. Like, like you're talking about how could you let this guy go? You know, we loved him and he was a career take your pick twins, you know, wild player, wolves player. Vikings player, I don't think he's there. I think there's a lot of people that like him, and I think Kyle does a lot of really good things, but I don't think he's he's gone to that echelon of, oh man, that's a career Viking. Right. I don't think so. Let's uh, hear what Kyle Rudolph had to say. This is about two minutes of Kyle Rudolph today at Mike Zimmer's charity golf outing. Um, I think he can help our offense. Uh, the term mismatch gets thrown around a lot, and being in 11 personnel, having three wide receivers, 
you can be a pass-catching tight end and, and you're not necessarily creating mismatches because there's an extra DB on the field. So for us to have both of us on the field at the same time, uh, that's how you create mismatches and that's how teams have kind of dictated things to defenses. Um, when we have two tight ends on the field, we can dictate the tempo, the play, um, you know, we have control, not the defense. It's hard to block it out. You go to a place, obviously, you know this organization. Mm -hmm. This isn't really something you have to deal with anymore. Is it hard to block that out every day when you go to work? Not really. It's hard to say because we're so busy. You know, it's hard to be like, well, what do you mean you just block it out and go to work? Um, but it is. It's, I'm at work and, and doing what I'm doing there, and then I go home, and uh, my kids certainly don't care what's being talked about or have any idea what's being talked about. Um, they just know dad's home and they want to play until it's time to go to bed. Um, you know, I've stated it many a times, you know, my family, um, myself, we want to be here and we're going to do everything we can to be here. Um, but that doesn't mean if, if the alternative happens and we do get traded, um, you know, change happens. You know, we've been so fortunate to be in one place for eight years that you you don't realize how many guys change teams on a yearly basis. Um, you know, obviously that's not what we're hoping for. Um, we've been very fortunate to be in one place for going on nine years, and this is home for us. It's going to be home for us, uh, and that's the way we want it to be. There was the report on Friday that contract negotiations had broken down. Do you know where things stand right now with all that? I know my agent and Rob are working extremely hard you know, with Rick. You know, we're in a tough situation as a team. Um, you can't keep everybody. You can't pay everybody. So, um, you know, those guys I know are working really hard to try to figure out something. There's Kyle Rudolph today at Mike Zimmer's uh, charity golf outing talking about A, Irv Smith and what he thinks the two of them could do together on a football field and B, the negotiations that reports last week said broke down when the uh, Vikings tried to approach Rudolph and his reps about a restructure. Two things. Um, again, don't hold it against him. Don't blame him one bit if if him and his agent are playing hardball with the Vikings right now. But that is definitely a different tone and different words than we heard from Kyle Rudolph regarding his future with the Vikings in recent comments. Do you buy that that his uh, comment that the restructure talks just started to take place? Do you buy that? No, I don't at all. Me neither. I got to believe that the Vikings have been trying to solve their cap space problem like take Irv. since free agency started. Taking Irv Smith certainly m makes it more um, logical that they would approach Kyle mm -hmm. on a contract restructure, but they knew that they had this cap problem months ago. And I, I think there were a certain amount of guys who we talked about on the show continually and continue to talk about. There were only a certain amount of guys that made sense to go to and say, your contract needs to be redone. And Kyle was probably atop that list. So... I'm with you. The only thing I don't buy is that that the Vikings took Irv Smith and said, "Okay, now we can talk ab about this." Kyle's salary is so high, and, and on the last year of his contract, and the fact that if they cut him, they suffer no cap penalties. Even it didn't make sense not to go to him. Probably two months. Even ago. if they didn't have the cap problems that they have, guys like Kyle Rudolph at at that stage in their career, with in the last year of that contract, are almost always candidates. For some sort of restructure. That's and again, with for teams with no cap problems whatsoever, just just moving stuff around and trying to make sure that they have a little bit of breathing room. Teams will almost always approach a guy in in the sure. in the situation that Kyle Rudolph is in right now and attempt a restructure of some sort. That's just the way NFL business works. Question two for both you, you guys: How much? Mm -hmm. And this will not be brought up, but mm -hmm. but to me, it's a logical conclusion. How much do you think that Kyle is driven to force? the Vikings hands because he thinks to himself, okay, I can come back here and play and it's a good place to play, but football careers are short. And, and 
let's be clear about one thing. If Kyle and his family like it here, which I assume that, that they do, they do not have to leave. Like, he can go get an apartment, beautiful condo in Boston, okay? The wife and kids can come see, see him. This is a very easy thing. Like, like you, don't, you don't move. You, you go play. And, and if you are a professional athlete in any sport, your time during the course of that year is taken up, essentially, by that sport. So it ain't like you're going with the wife and kids down to, you know, down to see this and see hey, that. Pumpkins. Oh, don't we all love Boston now, family? <laughs> you I can mean, still come back here in he's the offseason. Yes, and, and, yeah. and guys like this don't play that, that long. And yes, they, they would miss their wife and kids, but it ain't that bad. Okay, so he's still going to be, if he likes it here, which I assume he, he does, how much do you think the one thing that we're not talking about a lot, but that this conversation is driven by the fact he thinks, all right, if I if I'm traded or let go by the Vikings, one, I can go still get paid a lot, but two, I can play with a quarterback I like more. I think it's a big part of it. But I mean, we're not talking about that, and I think it's a big. I think if he loved the quarterback, the restructure talks would be much simpler. So. Well, Kyle has talked about this a lot, right? About how basically him and Kirk, for the most part of last season, were not on the same page in terms of just being connected. And it, it just, it just for whatever reason, it just didn't work last year. Now, maybe Gary Kubiak being in place and running a new scheme could help with that. But I could totally buy how Kyle is thinking, you know what? I've got some leverage here. And I can go somewhere else, get paid, maybe play with a better quarterback, maybe play with a team that's closer to winning a Super Bowl, although the Vikings are not terribly far away. But, you know, maybe he is thinking about, hey, New England New England would be kind of nice right now playing with Tom Brady. Chances of them going to the Super Bowl are pretty high, probably higher than the team I'm with now. The Vikings' chances of going to the Super Bowl may be higher than you think, according to one expert. We'll get to that in just a few minutes. But my other takeaway from that Kyle Rudolph sound is, um, are people still listening to blurred lines? <laughs> Did you? And I thought that was a golf outing. Our golf outings usually like quiet. Usually at a golf oh, no, outing, not anymore. if you get no, sound from a, a golf outing, now. there are like birds golf, chirping in the golf background. Is, golf is it's changed. a party now. Can you play that again? That was that was first of all what nobody blurred lines by uh, Robin Thicke. You don't know Robin that Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams and no, I have no how do you idea. not know that song? I have no clue. What you can guys you just are play the song? Like I forget, forget the, I can play the song. Forget the Kyle Rudolph clip. You don't know this song. Make sure it's the radio edit. I think it is. It's only about 30 seconds. Okay. I think All right, hold on. You know this song. Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't know who it was. I had no idea. Okay. So you, That's Thick's Kid, huh? That's Alan, Alan Thick's Kid. Yeah. Kid, yeah. I didn't know that. That was obnoxiously loud. Now play the Kyle Rudolph clip, if you could, please. That was like... Completely on board with the philosophy of you have to... Hold on, it hasn't even kicked in yet. It's just... The beat is just starting up. Yeah, the beat is just starting up. There it goes, there it goes. around a lot, being in 11 personnel, having three wide receivers. Somewhere. And this will never and surface. Ever. Ever surface. But somewhere, <laughs> there is video of uh, yours truly singing that song in karaoke when me and my girlfriend first started dating. And I had drank way too much. What are the words? It, well, there's a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a clean version and a, and a real version. Really? Yes. Of of the song and of the music video too. There's like two different versions of the music video that are one is a you little should, bit more television friendly. You should watch that video during the break for uh, show prep. <laughs> what year is it from? 
Oh gosh, like three, probably, four years old. Oh no, it's a lot older than that. Really? Yeah. I was thinking like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. I was like five, six years ago. Because well, because uh, Mar- remember Marvin Gaye's family sued Pharrell. That's right. Yeah. And oh, for Robin Thicke. What for, song for that? So- oh, because no, I mean, which song um, did yeah. he rip off? Hold on one second. Uh, what I Marvin Gaye song? The Marvin Gaye song. Oh, but it. it's basically like the beat, the tempo of the okay. beat was similar which by the way i love those lawsuits and i love playing them side by side and trying to oh yeah oh the worst was the what sam smith tom petty one which was just like lifted from petty like it's just like put effort into cheating put some effort um let's see here they were accused of uh i forgot what it was gotta give it up yes Yes, 1977 gotta give it up I would they, have to hear they, it to they, know they, it. they settled with the uh, Marvin Gaye estate. Okay. Well, to answer your question, clearly it's still being used at Mike Zimmer's golf tournament. <laughs> it's still playing on a loop right now, Rami. Insanely just playing, loud. Just playing over <laughs> and over. Insanely loud. Yeah, no, celebrity golf now, those things are as lot. If you go to a celebrity golf event put on by a sports guy, lots of times, now it's incredibly loud. Like they are playing music, drinking beer. Nobody mm-hmm. cares about the golf anymore. I mean, I'm fine with that because I don't play golf. I'd, oh, ra- yeah. I'd rather. Well, no, you do play golf. You damn near killed somebody. <laughs> let's if we're gonna let's tell the truth on this show. We believe in responsibly telling the truth on yes. our programming here on Score yeah, stay North. Far, you far away from me. Killed stay, somebody. Stay far you away from your the tee box. Girlfriend at one point. Yes, didn't you? yes, whizzed right past her head, and she was standing behind me, trying to figure out the physics of that. It's uh, Kirk per- Cousins once threw a, a backwards pass in Seattle. <laughs> no, yeah. this was more impressive than that. This was definitely more impressive than that. Try and figure out. We're going to hit a break. During the break, try and figure out the physics of how somebody could be standing directly behind me and almost get killed by my tee shot. It's Purple Daily. And right after this, like I said, one expert is giving the Vikings a much better chance to win the Super Bowl than you may think. We're on Score North on 1500, the Score North mobile app, and back right after this. Hey, guys, it's Mackie here. Now, you know I'm a numbers guy. How about these numbers? 2.4 million injured and 35,092 dead. Those are National Safety Council numbers from 2015. Federated Insurance reminds us these are much more than just statistics. These are family members, friends, and neighbors. Distracted driving continues to be an epidemic, but unfortunately, it's not the only factor in vehicle crashes. A scenario could play out just like this. A fatigued driver stops to buy coffee and snacks. The driver later falls asleep and crosses the center line, striking a car head-on. One of the other car's two occupants is killed, and the other severely injured. So ask yourself, do you drive when sleepy and find it hard to keep your eyes open? Have you ever been unable to recall changing lanes? Do you stay up late and drive to work tired? A National Sleep Foundation poll revealed that 60% of adult drivers say they've driven a vehicle while feeling drowsy. Don't become a statistic. To learn more, contact your local Federated Insurance Marketing representative. Drink the Purple Punch. It burns your insides and it makes your eyes water. Purple Daily on Score North. Scorenorth.com. It's Purple Daily on Score North on 1500. Scorenorth.com. That's just a couple of the ways that you can listen to this fine show right here and all our programming. There's the Score North mobile app available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Listen live and on demand via the Score North app. The longer you listen live, the more points you rack up for potential rewards. Score North mobile app is also a one-stop shop for all written content on scorenorth.com, including 
Judd Zolgad, who's constantly banging out columns. And when I say banging out, I mean banging out because the keyboard on his computer takes a beating. I lost a key. Like, I have never... That doesn't surprise F- me F- at F- all. The F11 has fallen off. Like, I, I, am not, I am not kind to keyboards myself because I have these big sausage fingers. Yeah. But I've never heard anybody beat up on a keyboard the way that you beat up on a keyboard, oh, sir. Uh, it's impressive. Two people come to mind. Go, go outside. And, in fact, I think he's doing a column right now. Patrick Royce, because he hunts and pecks. He he delivers he delivers punishment to a keyboard. Now the only other person I think that might do the same thing because he also has the hunting and pecking method. My buddy Chip Scoggins. Chip abuses and and the closer to deadline Chip gets, the more he oh, takes that angst out. You can out. hear how close he is if to it's, deadline. If it's like midnight and you're at a sporting event with Chip and, and he's got to file that puppy by twelve fifteen, I'm talking keyboard. I mean, it's almost criminal. So Judd is working hard on those columns. Find those on the Score North mobile app, or you can find all our audio and written content at live.scorenorth.com. You can also, uh, if you have one of those Amazon Alexa devices, just say Alexa. Open score north, which she just did if she's anywhere near you, but you can do that also. So uh, so easy to listen to score north and all our fine, fine programming. Uh, Vic Tafura, Tafuro, Taf- no, I, just Tafur. Say whatever uh, the, you want. Uh, the athletic. Uh, I'm not going to correct you. Gambling expert, I guess you would say. He went through the the money lines after the post draft money lines in the NFL and looked at worst to first. I'll explain to you guys, and I'm not much of a gambler. I know you guys aren't degenerates either, um, but maybe together we can figure out exactly what Vic did here. And then I want to read you what he said about your Minnesota Vikings. He said, we looked at each team from worst to supposedly first with the over under win totals and the price. And then he puts in parentheses. I think this is an explanation. Minus 110 means to bet 110 simpletons to win an additional $100. Does that make sense to everybody? We also included along with it. how many games each team won last season in parentheses. He said the middle is very crowded as there are 17 teams picked to win from eight to nine and a half games, which is the NFL. Yeah, that's absolutely the, the eight and a half for the Vikings to me as that as that uh, prop was absolutely perfect. It makes perfect sense. And it makes perfect sense that the vast majority of teams would be picked to win somewhere between eight and nine and a half because this league thrives on parity on some level, even though the Patriots are in the Super Bowl every year. I think they uh, they buck that system. But here's what he says about your Minnesota Vikings and their chances this year. He says the the money line is even on nine wins. I think that's what it means. Okay. Um, he says, this is my favorite over in all capital letters play on the board. So he's saying take, saying take the over on nine wins, partly because I have to lay another half game with the Eagles. Kirk Cousins was definitely overpaid last season, but he is much better than he showed, especially with the offensive line making like bullfighters too often. The defense was also disappointing. Listen close now, Vikings fans. Listen close, Manny and Judd. And I think Anthony Barr changing his mind on signing with the Jets and coming back to Minnesota will be a storyline come Super Bowl week. Oh, I feel the explosion. All capital letters oh, over. Oh, get the, get the explosion. Again. Don't just keep doing it. Say it again and blow it up again. I think Anthony Barr changing his mind on signing with the Jets and coming back to Minnesota will be a big storyline come Super Bowl week. Did you hear me, people? Judd is getting under the table. 
<laughs> Judd's under the table right now. That's how scary this is. If you're watching us, because we're streaming live at scorenorth.com, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, and Twitter, Victor Four, the gambling expert for The Athletic, says the Vikings are his favorite over, over the nine, over the nine wins that Vegas has him winning and has him in the Super Bowl playing the New York Jets. Hit the bomb. Is it safe to come up yet? I think it's safe now, Judd. I think it's safe. It's like a grade school bomb scare deal <laughs> with the Russians in the 60s where, where the kids had to get below the desk because, because everybody knows good. everybody knows a nuclear attack is foiled if grade school kids are below their desks. Desks. Desks are the answer to nuclear attack. Ugh. Wow. As in the Super Bowl, Judd. At least I think that's what he's saying, right? That's a very ominous sort of vague sentence that he put there. Are, well, we, you are, know, we all, are we all interpreting that the same way? I'm interpreting it for sure that he has the Vikings in the Super Bowl. I, I th- am guessing he's saying against the Jets by saying the storyline. I went to the Jets, his his write-up yes. on the... I went to his write-up on the Jets, and he doesn't I'm say... Not, okay, I'm not sure about the Jets thing. I think he might be saying the Anthony Barr returning to the Vikings. Super Bowl week will be a big story because he returned and didn't sign with the Jets, so I'm not sure he's saying against the Jets. This is what he said about the Jets. They're the second most improved team in the league, according to Las Vegas. They're, they have them going from four wins last year to seven and a half this year. Okay. Uh, and he says, and I get it. They added Le'Veon Bell on, on uh, offseason and a young Warren Sapp and Quinnen Williams in the draft on defense. Not to mention trading for a $10 million guard, Kaleche Osamele. I think that's right. And nice. overpaying for a slot receiver, Jamison Crowder. I know I got that one right. That's okay, though. Both those guys are perfect for young quarterback Sam Darnold, he says, take the over in these seven and a half wins. Okay, my only interpretation for sure is that he is saying that the Vikings are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> it's at, at which, okay, you know, but in this league, granted, I would be a little bit surprised, but in this league, does anything truly, how, how much truly shocks you? Because, you know, the Vikings mm. with Zim as coach have been what? They've been down and then they've been up and they've been, I mean, they, they won 13 games two years ago and yeah. in their minds they improved their quarterback last year. So, I mean, Nick, Nick Foles basically ballsy, turned into Jeff Hostetler in 2017, right? The yeah. Eagles quarterback, the MVP of the league, at least the front runner at the time, Carson yeah. Wentz got hurt and then everybody thought the Eagles were dead and done. Especially since Foles looked so terrible in the regular season games leading up to the playoffs. I'm not buying what he's selling, but I also think this is a league where trying to sell that doesn't mean that, that you should be institutionalized. I, I did a quick word search on his on his article for Super Bowl, and there's no other team in this article that he makes anywhere as close to that a declaration that a team is going to the Super Bowl. Okay. That's his favorite team on the board right now. Both to both to to take the over on their win total for the season, which I guess Vegas has the Vikings at nine, and that they're going to the Super Bowl. Is he saying then that Barr is going to become such a significant factor in this defense? This defense is going to return to the defense that we saw in 2017, and, and that that side of the ball is essentially going to drag these guys to that success? You would think so. I mean, that seems to be the implication, right? You would think so. Of what he's trying to say? Yeah. 
I read into it that they'll be playing the Jets when he said that story will be playing big come Super Bowl. I think he might just mean that because Barr uh, spurned the Jets at the last second and came back okay. here, that that might be the storyline. But he is, he is then for sure trying to tell you that Anthony Barr is going to play a huge role in the success of the 2019 Vikings. we got a few minutes. Let's quick take a look at what he has projected for the rest of the division. The Lions are projected to win six and a half by Vegas. This is right up on the Vikings. It says they have been... Uh, there have been many talented coordinators throughout the history of the NFL who get the chance to be head coaches and show that they are great coordinators. Matt Patricia is one of those guys, and we may be laying it on thick with the great. The Bill Belichick coaching tree is not very impressive for no. an obvious reason. Meanwhile, Matthew Stafford is no Tom Brady, so I don't want to hear how first-round pick TJ Hawkinson is the next Gronk. Bad teams don't take tight ends in the first round. He says take the under on the six and a half. That's fair. I buy that. Yeah. I, I don't think, I, I think Collar might disagree on this, but I do not think that the Detroit Lions are going to be a factor in the NFC North race. I don't either. I just don't. I think Patricia's a bumbling moron as far as he can't handle people. Like, I think he's a really smart dude. Right. And defensively, I think he's probably brilliant. But when you can't handle human beings to save your life, I think that becomes a problem. And this is not 1985 when that act of I'm the coach, you're the player, shut up and do as I say, that used to work. I think if that's your mentality now, and by the way, that is not how Belichick runs things, I don't think that that works. And the job more and more across sports, not just in football, but the job more and more is becoming managing people. Yes. More than it absolutely. is X's and O's and all the other stuff it, that people think. It's coaches a huge do. part now. Managing egos, managing people. Yeah, and player and players today question everything. Right. In nineteen ninety four, guess what they didn't do? They didn't question things. But that's how that's how players and kids are now. So that's life now. And like, I think like money, you can't say you can't do that to me. And I think the money plays a big part in it too. Sure it does. Sure it does. But it's hard to take orders from somebody you make four times more than. And how can and how do we suppose that Matt Patricia in a year's time, after a life of being an incredibly book smart X's and O's guy, has found a way to deal with people? It doesn't make sense. Like people right. people don't change that much. Right. Here's what uh, he says about the Packers. Remember when Aaron Rodgers told Packers fans to relax four years ago? It sure seemed like he needed to take his own advice the last couple of seasons. It was clear he needed a change from Mike McCarthy. And while I was very skeptical of the hiring of the McVay clones, I was very impressed when I met LaFleur. He was relaxed and ready to turn the offense loose. Plus, the defense was addressed in the offseason. He says take the over on the nine wins that Vegas has them with. And he's in he's in uh, lockstep with me for sure. Over nine? Uh, I so think you're saying oh, ten? Oh, ten oh, wins? Think, yeah. yeah. No, I think the Packers, I, if Aaron Rodgers stays healthy, I think the Packers are going to be an, a very good team. And you know what? Aaron Rodgers was on Game of Thrones last night, so I think he's feeling a lot better. By the way, if you want to see, speaking of that, the best Photoshop job I've ever done. I'm impressed you did this, Go by look the way. at uh, Rami is tweeting. I and this co- is not stolen. Nope, I made that. Wow. I'm, well, I didn't take the picture, it's, but I... No, I, no, I know, but you made it. I put it. Khalil no, Mack yeah, in no, the picture props. chasing Aaron Rodgers out of the fire. It's really, really fine work. <laughs> props <laughs> to you. This is what he's speaking of. job. Speaking of Khalil Mack, this is what he says about the Bears, who uh, Vegas has winning nine games. I am not sold on Mitchell Trubisky, nor Coach Matt Nagy 
Brady's reluctance to run the ball. When you just give away a back like Jordan Howard, that says a lot. Even worse, the defense lost KG coordinator Vic Fangio and can't possibly go injury-free and land on every fumble again. I have the Vikings and Packers being a lot better, and guess who is in their division? He says, take the under, though I will be happy with the push at 9-7. and seven. Has the Bears finishing third in this division? Hmm. Uh, so he's got. So wait a second. So he's got the Packers almost certainly. He's got the Packers the over nine. So he's, that means at least ten wins. He's got the Vikings. He's got the Vikings in, in the over Super, eight but in, and going to the Super Bowl. In the Super Bowl. And he has All the right. Bears you know under nine. You know what? My first inclination is to say I think that's too much of a drop. But Vegas people are very good, and I do expect the Bears to take a step back. The only. The only thing that I believe at this point is that this division is going to be a three-team race. And and I think the Packers, with how things are now situated there, are going to bounce back really, really strong. I think the Bears will, will take a, a slight step back. But when it comes to the Vikings, I don't know what to think. So I guess if you were to ask me right now, I might go pa- uh, Packers, Bears, Vikings. But again, have the bomb sound effect ready, Manny. Victor Four of The Athletic, their gambling expert, Says take the over, and they're going to the Super Bowl. So he's got him as a wild card Super Bowl team. Wild card Super Bowl team. That's so what it sounds he, like. So essentially, he's saying that, that they're going to have to play a first round game, which obviously has been done before. It's not unprecedented by any means. But he's got the Packers winning the division, but the Vikings. Wow. Okay. Kirk Cousins going on the road and winning three road games to get to the Super Bowl. I'm with Manny. Oof. I'm with Manny on this. That's, that's, that's bold, man. That is. <laughs> This don't necessarily <laughs> add up, Manny Hill. I'm with you on that. Mm. Yeah, do you really three have... road games? Kirk Cousins go on the road three times and go to the Super Bowl. We'll see. We'll see how it all Ooh. plays out. And I don't know on the Bears. I, I don't think the Bears are going to be as good as they were last year. But I don't know. I think if that, I'm... I agree. I agree with what he says that they they probably can't have the the and it is it's luck when it comes down to it to be as healthy as they were last year. Sure. And. There is a certain amount when you have as many turnovers and turnovers that are turned into into touchdowns as the Bears had last year. There's a certain amount of literally. I'm not using the expression here as many often do. Literally, the ball bouncing the right way, sure. whether it's on a tip or a fumble. Well, Kirk and, can help you too. Exa- yeah, obviously, some interceptions, some <laughs> yes, fumbles are are caused and and happen for a very good reason. Sometimes it's just the ball bouncing the right way and ending up in the right hands. And it's unlikely that the Bears are as lucky as they were last year in either of those respects. They'll need the offense. I want to know about the quarterback. To take a step forward. This is what I want to To know. compensate for whatever drop-off there is from the defense. I want to know if uh, Mitch Trubisky is going to take that step. And right now I have no clue. I can't tell you I don't know. I have no feel for it. I have faith. But you're a Bears fan. I do. I am so a Bears you, fan. So you but, need to have faith. But I but it, I'm a Bears fan. That allows you to sleep at night. No, no, no. I'm a Bears fan who my entire life, no matter who was at quarterback, I was convinced that they would ruin them. Do you have right. do you have faith because of Matt Nagy or because you think Trubisky will just sort of take that next step on his own? Or do you think Matt Nagy will find other it's things the, to it's sort the of combi- him It's up the combination more? of Nagy and Trubisky. Okay. Now it will always be a mistake to not have Taking Patrick Mahomes to trade up or Deshaun Watson to trade up and not take Patrick Mahomes. I think Deshaun Watson's career will be injury riddled just for his style of play and his size. So that I don't really, I don't really, I don't think they'll regret that, but it will always be a mistake to not draft Patrick Mahomes and to trade up when you could have gone down, gotten more draft picks and ended up with Patrick Mahomes. If they had only asked John Fox, (laughs) if they had only told John Fox that day, 
<laughs> Instead of keeping keeping such a great leader and head coach in the dark. Now somebody tweeted me a picture of uh, Anthony Barr tra- chasing Aaron Rodgers out of the fire on Game of Thrones last night. So I'm apparently not that original. Any, and I'm sure I'm not the only one who did Khalil Anything Mack you can do, we can do better. You, know, I watched, you guys both know I'm a, I'm a Game of Thrones nerd. I watched the episode. I completely missed Aaron Rodgers' cameo last night. Well, it, I didn't even like notice him in the Well, in I the saw episode. what you sent me was the cameo. I mean, he apparently had two cameos. Because there was one where he was, I mean, I don't watch the show either, but mm-hmm. just because people were telling me that the picture I tweeted out wasn't Aaron Rodgers because his cameo was earlier in the show. I guess there were a bunch of guards yeah. lined up I shoulder to shoulder, those, and he was, he was one, one of, of the guys. guards, yeah. but he was also the guy running out of the fire as pictures from the set later confirmed after people told me that that was not Aaron Rodgers who Khalil Mack was chasing out of the fire. If you go to at Rami's tweet, it's Purple Daily. We've wasted way too much time on this, so we'll get to this break very quickly and be back right after this. Score North on 1500 and the Score North mobile app. You're listening to Purple Daily on Score North. Well, one of my guys is Dylan Mitchell out of Oregon. When you look at this guy, first of all, he can flat out run. 4-4 speed, can definitely get after him. But when you put the tape on, he plays all over the field. He can play in the slot. He can make things happen. He can play on the outside. He can make things happen. But watching him play in the inside, the way he was sitting down in zone told me that he understands when and where to sit down and be quarterback friendly. A lot of young receivers don't know how to do that. That's why he's my diamond. That was Curtis Conway. Former Bears receiver on NFL Network talking about Dylan Mitchell, Vikings uh, draft pick. And uh, you're listening to Purple Daily on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. Coming up at 1 o'clock, if you're listening live via live.scorenorth.com, the Score North mobile app, or on 1500, the Score North first place twins show. And we bring you twins talk five days per week, including contributors like Glenn Perkins, Tom Kelly, Patrick Royce, just search Score North Twins Show on Apple or Spotify, or go get that Score North mobile app. Referring uh, Courtney Cronin right now to discuss uh, Kyle Rudolph and his comments about his contract situation with the Vikings at Mike Zimmer's uh, golf outing today. We have Courtney. Is that is she all right? There she Look is. Look at that. Right there. She'll be in this seat tomorrow. Talk about a friend of the show. Along with Matthew Collar, and she's here every Tuesday, and you read her work at ESPN.com. It is Courtney Cronin. Courtney, how are you this afternoon? You know, I really wish that I was invited to play golf out here because it's so nice. It's like a beautiful day, but... You know, I just think that they're just afraid of my nine-iron game that I didn't get the invite. (laughs) Would you be able to focus in the tee box with blurred lines blaring at obscene levels like they were during the uh, Kyle Rudolph soundbite that we heard? We could barely hear a word that he was saying. It sounds like more of a party than a golf outing out there today, Yeah, there's there's definitely the Tito's is flowing out here. The cigars are are flowing, too. I think Judd would love this, personally. um, (laughs) Is there beer? there's a, I got funny story. I'm like walking up to this thing, getting ready to uh, you know conduct an interview, and someone confused me for the cart girl. Wow! He's like, do you have cigars in there? I'm like, you know, I wish. I don't know. I don't think it's. I don't have the authority to go dig through this person's cart, but you know, why not? When are people in 2019 men? I not not people men in 2019 going to learn that you you know need to just be a little bit more observational of things. Seriously, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I love us. In my hand, like I, I don't know if it could be any more obvious. I know. Oh, men, <laughs> men, we're unbelievable. 
I mean, yeah, honest to God. Out, that's flat disrespectful. Oh, that is flat out disrespectful. I'd like to apologize on, on behalf of my gender, Courtney Cronin, because we just embarrass totally ourselves. Uh, you guys do. That's okay. Uh, so, yes, yes, we do. That's so true. Your thoughts on uh, what Kyle told you guys today, and what is your best guess right now as we discuss this with a deadline looming at some point here? What happens with the Vikings tight end? You know, it's um, it kind of feels inevitable, doesn't it? I mean, listening to some of his comments earlier, he's you know not going to go ahead and address the trade rumors head on, but saying that he can't focus on them. But you know, change is inevitable. Uh, basically, that you know, guys switch teams all the time, and that while he does want to stay in Minnesota, um, you know, he brought up the option that that might not happen, and I think that that's pretty telling that. You know, if the two sides are not going to be able to come to any sort of agreement on an extension, as we saw the reports from NFL Network on Friday that uh, the trade or that extension talks have kind of been tabled for now, it feels inevitable that a release or a trade is going to come at some point in the near future. Uh, I do think it is kind of telling, though, that Rudolph was here today. He addressed us right away. Um, took you know every question that we had just about the situation and, and you know kind of all the uncertainty he's dealt with the last few months, just of you know, not knowing what his status with the team's going to be. They draft a tight end. I mean, he's obviously very positive with the outlook in terms of what that could do for the offense. But, you know, with his future kind of in question here, it feels more and more like he is not going to be a Viking in 2019. And we just talked with Mike Zimmer uh, before he went out on his round. And he didn't want to address it that much, said this is not the time uh, for it. But he does, I mean, he was saying that he does anticipate that Kyle will be a Viking in 2019. But, you know, business does get in the way sometimes. And I anticipate business winning out here. And this was definitely a different a different tone and a different message than what we heard from Kyle Rudolph in the past. The, the two times we've heard him talk about this before, Courtney, he said, yeah, I would love to restructure. I want to play my whole career here. I'd be stupid not to restructure. It's something that he said a couple of times. And all of a sudden it's, well, yeah, if I'm not here, it's business. This is a completely different message from Kyle Rudolph than we've heard in the past, is it not? Yeah, in a way. I mean, today he also reiterated that, you know, I want to be a Viking for life. And, of course, you're not going to say, like, yeah, like, you know, pay pay me or trade me type stuff. But he did, you know, I do think that the writing is on the wall here. And he's trying to be as realistic about it as possible. Um, You know, one thing he did bring up is that just because, you know, if he's not here, kind of putting it out there several different times, if I'm not here, I mean, his impact in this community is still going to be something that he's going to maintain throughout probably you know the rest of his life i mean mean, he's been here for eight seasons already has really strong ties with the kyle rudolph uh, end zone over at the university of minnesota masonic children's hospital i mean there's a lot going on there um you know outside of football that he's still going to have ties to this area regardless of whether he's here or not but it's the first time we've heard him verbalize the if i'm not here type part and he can't lose too. Like the, the the more I go through what the possible end game to this is, okay, he gets cut, he signs and, and gets rich elsewhere. He gets traded, yeah. he he gets paid. I I think he's being smart because because if they are going to you know come up with a resolution for this Courtney within the next week or two weeks or so, if you're Kyle, I think you just sit back and and say no matter what happens here, I can't lose. Yeah, I think he he's done a smart situation. Uh, he's been in a really good situation for himself, and he's done the right thing by not taking a team-friendly discount. Like, truth be told, players don't have any – there's no advantage for them to do that. I mean, yes, he did say uh, during off-season workouts, we got him dur- I looked at 16th of April, so about a month ago now, he did say that he would be, you know, welcome, welcome to restructure talks like that, but that's probably not okay – 
just go ahead and uh, convert your base salary to a signing bonus, et cetera, et cetera, that's probably, hey, I want to restructure and rip up my deal and get two new years on contract. He has no incentive to do it any other way that unless he has something that bounces back and helps him out. I mean, sure, the way that that came across is I'll do anything to help this team win a Super Bowl and bring players in here. But, you know, lo and behold, these guys are are not stupid. They're going to try to get something for themselves out of it, as they should. That's what they're entitled to as players. And you'd be silly uh, with your agent and your representation to take anything less. Is him drunk yet? <laughs> no, I think it's still early. Um, okay. Tito's was slowing. I was really hoping to kind of like cash in on that before I head out of here, but it doesn't seem like I can find the cart girl unless I just, you know, go and steal someone's cart and, you know, Apparently, people already think that's my job, so, I mean, I might as well. Again, I apologize. I was going to say, Courtney, just for that, you should get one of the cart girl's carts and just help yourself. Just just to make up for the mistake that that guy made and, and insulting you by calling you the cart girl, just say, you know what? Yeah, I I am the cart girl. I'm my own cart girl, <laughs> and I'm going to serve myself a drink here is what I'm going to do. Yeah, I mean, it's 1 o'clock. This is Plan Bloody, Bloody Mary time, even on a Monday. So I think I might go tap into that before I head out of Bear Pass. Absolutely. You should. You do that. You definitely should. Thanks, Courtney Cronin. Thank you, Courtney. Thanks, Talk to you. You can find her work at ESPN.com, and uh, she'll be here tomorrow on this program along with Matthew Cohen. Why do we embarrass ourselves so much? Because we're the worst. I mean, but man, but just think about it. <laughs> like it's 2019. Words. We're supposed to be getting enlightened a little bit, and this does not mean this does not mean going up to Courtney, mean like, oh, you're a great writer. But like, aren't you observational enough? Okay, one, she has a recorder, I'm sure, in her hand. Two, she doesn't have a cart. Just because, because cart just girls because basically have a bar on the back of yes. their cart. Like, do you see a bar on the back of her cart? Why can't we get our Why can't we get our act together? This is not that hard. <laughs> Judge, some of us just say things without thinking, man. It's 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 really sad. I'd like to know the age, you know, because there, there oh, is, you know, it's probably like early twenties. Okay, then early that's, or mid twenties. Then that's inexcusable. Like, if you're a seventy five year old guy, I guess I'd be like, all right, whatever, you See, know. The three of us, we're all older than thirty, so we're all like smarter, and we realize that. Well, I'm not we, even saying I'm that smart, but it's just like, <laughs> look at the person. She's got. She said, I had a recorder. Like, what do you think she's doing? Like, oh, let me, let me, oh, I was going to tape you while you were putting in your order. I mean, uh, come on. It's not that hard. It's pretty embarrassing. Well, it's just like we get ripped. nowhere to go. We get that. ripped constantly, and then stuff like this happens, and you're like, that's yeah, why. You're right. Get, yeah, yeah you're exactly. Right. We're, we're an embarrassment. People yep. are right. <laughs> it's that guy's fault. Yes. That people are right about men in 2019. I mean, it was a good story, and she told it, and it was funny, but it's still just, <laughs> it's just like, oh, boy. By the way, are are cart girls still only cart girls, or are there cart boys now? Have we moved beyond that? There's to be cart guys, right? Are there cart guys now? I there should so. be cart guys. I don't golf, so I don't know. I don't yeah, either. I'm not a golfer either. All right, so, so we have a, a room full of Mackie people who might don't golf. know, although I don't, think he gol- I don't think he necessarily might golf at courses that would have cart people. Like you, you would need you to be about a, Mackie and his, uh, I his think, level of golf. I don't know that Como Park has a <laughs> has a golf crew, cart crew. I'm not sure they do. You don't think so? I don't know. Okay, but I think what I think what we need is a place that's probably considered a, a more of a country club place to find out if there are now cart guys, which I would imagine there have to be. There have to be. There have to be because because I think I think tips wise you you can make decent money off of being a cart person. 
Sure. So, yeah, I'm sure there are. Unless, anyway, anyway, we just, it's just, I just shake my head. Unless you're serving the <laughs> Phil Mackeys of the world. Hey, thanks for listening to Purple Daily on Score North <laughs> on 1500 and the Score North mobile app. It's available for Apple and Android. If you don't have it, go get it. You're in points for listening and you can win stuff. Score North, first place twins show coming up next. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.